Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favourite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me live from Sydney, Australia, it's Jeremy Bradetich. The 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 far and distant land that is central or the the, the right hand side of New South Wales. Yeah, coastal New South Wales. That's right. Yeah. You're in there. You're out there in the bay. Um, I, I am. I can. I can see. I can see the opera house. No, I can't. I can't see the opera house right now. I've seen the opera house. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen the, the the bridge. I went on a submarine yesterday. It's been oh, a, wow. a while. A while than, and, uh, so far relatively uneventful um, trip because yeah. I'm, I've I've been here for like a day and a bit. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Relatively uneventful is good. Uh. I, you did you did talk about one event, but we don't have to hash over that. I'm glad yeah, that the I've, rest I've, of it was uneventful. I've changed hotels uh, very soon after getting to the first one because mm. of some uh, unsavory characters, um, and got like eighty-five to ninety percent of my money back from the first place. Oh, I, I nice! Had to, I had to pay for one night, um, which is fine. It's fine, um, and I'm in a better hotel um, with better security um <laughs> and just much nicer clientele who i don't see ever or hear more importantly but yes I mean, it's fine. and your room doesn't smell like cigarette smoke <laughs> and my room doesn't smell like cigarette smoke which is good the, 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 it's the little things in life you know, I... <laughs> the, 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 the ability to breathe air it's the little things exactly mm-hmm. you know what yeah. do they say the the fundamentals what do you need you need shelter i think that's it right that's all you it's... need for the fundamentals yeah, yeah, that's it. The, the shelter and cigarette smoke are the two fundamentals, <laughs> is my understanding. Uh, Jeremy, we are... Not only are you live from Sydney, but we're also doing things differently, because normally we do this from your computer when we record the podcast and stream the podcast. Yes. So instead what we're doing is we're streaming from my computer, and that means that I had to I had to build a new version of <laughs> our, our scene and there, our there's... setup. There is one thing I forgot to do before I left, and it was send carry the scene for a from a VS. Yeah, um, and Which I ended up being fine. It, yeah, it's fine, and it, it, I ended up remembering that um, somewhere in between Melbourne and Sydney. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I was in the air, and I'm like, I forgot that, didn't I? Yeah, totally. And it's because like when you asked me that, it was also like you. were getting me to look at your uh, GoGo Town preview and I was telling you I was on the train and then we were talking about uh, James Corden and Bobby Kodak, which was really upsetting. So, like, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Yeah, um, there's, been, there's been a lot of moving parts over the, over the past couple months. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, you know, putting it all together like this, it's been fine. Yeah. Uh, like, the only, the only... Th- there's like there's a couple of things. We're not gonna have background music in the break and whatever. But <laughs> the, the the biggest <laughs> difference is that the uh, the overlay screen for the video is a much older version of our o- overlay. Um, it's it's serviceable, but it's fine. Uh, but also, like I'm missing a couple of the like end scenes and the middle scenes. I'm not gonna have the chat widget in the middle. So we just we just got it up and running but the recording's great i nailed the audio mix i hope i really did nail the audio mix because if i've said that and i haven't that will be very embarrassing mm-hmm. um but the, i see the bars they're looking good it's uh it's going it's, it's good it's good so with all that in mind we are going to keep this as a short podcast uh it took me about an hour to build the scene which is a little longer than i thought so uh we 
basically we have a hard out. Jeremy's going to an event today. Uh, yeah, the whole I'm, reason I'm, why he's in Sydney, which we didn't even mention. I'm 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 got well yeah, so I'm I'm here as a part of South by Southwest. Um here yeah, I've got my I've got my thing. I'll just cover the QR code just because I don't know what's on. Um it's got it's got my name, it's got oh, minimap. It's got minimap, that's sick. Um they, they they printed this for me as I picked it up. Um it's made out of paper, which I don't super <laughs> love. Um <laughs> imagine spending uh, $1,800 $1, yeah, on a piece of paper. I did not spend that. I, I got I got media accreditation. No, you just spent um, the flights and accommodation. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, flights and to, uh, like one, 1. 1.2 accommodation. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to be checking out a lot of the game stuff. There's a lot of games going to be around. Um, and there are a lot of different um, little gaming events that are happening around the thing. Um, but tonight I'm going to see uh, the uh, queer liberation film, The People's Joker, in in a cinema, which is exciting, considering that that game has been, that movie has been not really allowed to be shown at certain cinemas based yeah. on uh, copyright infringement. What do you mean um, DC never gave them the rights? Yeah, right. But it's awesome. I'm so excited to see it. Um, and tomorrow evening I'll be able to see Troy Baker perform live in, in the middle of Fortress, Sydney. Yes, in the middle of Fortress. <laughs> yeah, like they've, they've got a stage. So you can sit there. there sipping energy drinks. Yeah, I have to have some prime while I listen to, to Joel Miller. <laughs> no, 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 he'll, he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be performing this, uh, this part of the Stray Gods yep. um, uh, songs from Stray Gods the musical. And not alone, right? Again. He's there with a couple of other people, I think. Yes, I'm. I'm not super familiar with who else is there. Um, but like, there's also more than one game that I think is is having a little bit of a live performance. So, yeah, that seems great. That yeah. seems fun. It's very exciting that Minimap is there, a part of that as well for the first South by Southwest Sydney. Um, look out on the website for coverage that Jeremy gets to get ready during the week, and no doubt we will talk about it next week. Although, depending on how much we want to talk about. Uh, Mario or Spider-Man 2, it may get squeezed out. Who knows? <laughs> or maybe it'll be like half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. I, I think that's probably more likely. Yeah. Half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. Uh, but that's, like, I'll, be, that... I'll be doing previews and stuff while I'm here as well because there's, there's, there was a bunch of games that weren't at PAX that will be here and a bunch of games that I, I've deliberately like put low in the priority list because they were also going to be here that were at PAX. So I will be able to see them here as well. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, check, check, keep your eye out on the website, on the socials when we post new articles, that'll all go up there. Um, but that, that's during this week. Um, let's talk about this past week. Obviously last week we were at PAX, we were talking about that last weekend, and then this last week was the time where we weren't at PAX and you weren't at South by Southwest yet. Um, mm. Now unfortunately, well, let me get through the intro. We'll, we'll get through the intro and, and this is going to be a shorter episode because Jeremy's got a hard out in uh, 50 minutes so we'll, we'll we'll get you out before then um but we're just basically going to talk about what we've been playing probably do whatever so let's do the intro everyone if you're not familiar this is the minimap cast this is minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast the minimap cast goes live on all podcast platforms every wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons more on that in just a second uh if you like what you're hearing um thank god we made it that far that you could hear and enjoy what you're hearing thank you for staying with us <laughs> glad we could get it together for you make sure to tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts it's normally considerably more together than this but no less together than this it turns out um 
But yeah, if you give us a positive rating, it helps out, makes a huge difference. Um, and it only takes a couple of seconds. If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, like I said, we tend to post stuff on the socials. Uh, for Minimap, that is at MinimapAU on all of the accounts. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Blue Sky, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, usually. 7.30pm uh, Australian Eastern Daylight Time for the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, we always hang out with the chat before, during, and after, and it's always a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. So if you'd like to help keep the mics and lights on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, plus some extra bonus features, uh, we are going to be recording some more stuff on that, but it'll be after Jeremy gets back from Sydney, uh, and then maybe another week, because he also just moved and doesn't even have a fridge yet. So once Jeremy's got a fridge, we'll start recording some Patreon content, <laughs> and you can find all of that over on patreon.com slash minimapau, and, uh, remember to sign up to Minimap on Patreon. It's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Uh, Jeremy, they introduced a new feature on Patreon that you and I have been talking about. Uh, I'll, I'll mention it here. You, they've added a new thing in the Patreon mobile app where you can message creators, and it's kind of like a big, it's like a big group chat with with the creator and anyone yeah. who is a patron who wants to talk to the creator and anyone else who is in the chat, any other patrons. Um, speaking of Shook, you're a Patreon subscriber to Shook. I, I thought you were going to say something that, that was going to be incorrect, which is like, and so if you want to chat to us, make sure, because I was going to say, we haven't enabled that. Like, like that is not enabled. On I Patreon. was leaning into that, but I'm glad I didn't go there first. Yeah, because like, that's an opt-in thing we have not opted into because I do not want to do that realistically. Oh, but, but Jeremy, uh, what if we did that? We might get, we might get like two more Patreon subscribers and increase wanna, our, our subscriber base by 150%. It, if you want to chat to us, you can just join us on our Discord if you wanted to chat hey, to us. Hey, we've got us. a Discord. You can find that on um, the website. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Shook's, Shook's all chat, <laughs> um, which, is, which is good fun. Um, he's, he's, he's contemplating buying a robot in Japan, which is, yep. like, I think, the, the, the thing that you have to do if you're there. Yep. So. Uh, the thing I loved was when it started, you were saying it was... Um... Uh, completely empty except for you and him so you just, you just had TMs <laughs> well because I joined shook. about I joined about five minutes after he launched it because I got a push notification sent to my phone and so I was like oh yeah fuck it, whatever yep. and so it's just him and I because you can see the users list and it was literally just like shook Jeremy I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, hey, oh hey shook <laughs> <laughs> oh hi well, how you doing there that's interesting yeah. Um, so yeah we're basically just going to talk about what we've been playing um do you want to? St I think we should start with El Paso elsewhere because sure. I'm very keen to hear about it and know not that much about it. Um, I'm going to be talking about Assassin's Creed Mirage, but the that game's been out for like nearly two whole weeks now. Um, yeah, you can play. You can play the packs, like, but in like a in a not an early fashion. Yeah, you yeah exactly. You can play it at packs at like PLE computers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the same way you could play Destiny Two in 2017. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I've, I've played some El Paso elsewhere. Um, this game is so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, it's it, had a good buzz. 
yeah yeah and it, it like it's 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 worthy of that buzz as well um especially considering the amount of noise that has come out of the games week and just the world um mm -hmm. over the past uh you know few few weeks and months and and seemingly years um uh el paso elsewhere is a third person shooter um with like a lo-fi low poly ish aesthetic um where you are uh like killing vampires kind of but they're oh. not all they're not all vampires they're just like gothic creatures because you're you're hunting um uh dracula um who is uh your ex-girlfriend oh nice <laughs> um because she's going to uh destroy the world uh, <laughs> as it is um it is made uh, from the uh, developer of um, oh, the, the Space Organ Trader. Um, I just want to double check that. Um, space Organ Trader. I'm looking it up now as well. I want to see what its time to beat is because I'm hearing yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not too long, which is good. Yeah, it, it's not too long. I've put about four hours into it or three or four hours into it um yep. yeah sorry it it, it it is from the developers of um space space warlord organ trading simulator is actually what the name <laughs> of that is. Um, that's very funny <laughs> yeah right uh strange scaffold is the name of the studio um who's a developer you might know is um uh, Zalavia nelson um who oh, is a, i know of the yeah uh, he had tweets popping off about the Baldur's Gate recently. He, he, he's always got tweets popping off. He's he's very, very, very good. Really good follow. Professional um, tweet pop offerer. Yeah. Um, he actually came to GCAP last year, which was cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so... Um, the So the, the hook of this game, the, the, the two things that make it really, really awesome mm. are the fact that the gameplay is centred around... Max Payne asks bullet time, mm, mm -hmm. which is so cool, so rad. Yep. It's like just like jumping in any direction, firing your guns in slow-mo, all that stuff. Um, and incredible like uh, narrative presentation direction um, in cutscenes, um, which is uh, elevated by uh, an incredible... Um, incredible voice acting mm. um the kind of voice acting that is uh, i think more games should lean into um which is sort of like this like pulp kind of like it's 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 a bit corny but like it's good corny like everybody's in on 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 the corn fest that is you know like like you know the kind of thing that you would expect from like an yeah like the kind of thing, kind of thing you'd expect from an 80s film um it is it is really really fun um i'm having a fucking blast playing it uh like the levels are uh structured in a way where you enter the level and you have to save hostages that are around the level by just going up to them and just holding down a button um you, you, like you can't you kind of yeah but like but, but but you can't um as far as i'm aware you can't kill the hostages. there's no like fail state with like oh you didn't get there in time it's just it's just well, yeah work at the maze hit all the points and then make your way all the way back to the start. Um, the the levels are kind of they exist in a in a another realm in a way, um, 
where like it's just like the 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 actual physical levels are kind of floating in space and there's no roof which also means that you can peek over the walls to have a look at the level that's ahead of you and that's not that's not breaking it and that's that's not exactly like encouraged but it's not mm. like you, there's nothing stopping you from doing that um and you've got different weapons like you know two pistols or a shotgun or like an assault rifle um and you get more and more weapons as you go through uh it is just so fucking cool it is it is unbelievably cool it is one of those games where like like there was such a a strong singular vision um that had that, that has just been executed on so well uh like i just kind of am having a blast the entire time while i'm playing it yeah nice um and like and like subject matter included it reminds me a lot in a good way of the first blade movie um oh, the wes right. the wesley snipes blade movie um because like you know like there's a lot of similarity just with you know like you're a you're a black person with machine guns going through like what is seemingly um uh sometimes a lot of showers <laughs> shooting vampires like that's like that's what the blade movie looked like mm-hmm. um but like also in some of its like campy corniness which is also really good like when i say it's a lot like the first blade movie that is like a, just nothing but a positive <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah um it's it's really fucking good yeah awesome I'm looking at its Metacritic, you, which you know is kind of a it's a it's a metric with which to you know have with like consider it with a grain of salt, um, yep. as always. But um, just uh, on its number alone, it's got an 81 on Metacritic, which puts it above a lot of the big releases from this last week, being Assassin's Creed Mirage, uh, Lords of the Fallen, and Sonic Superstars, um, yep. Yep. <laughs> which is fascinating because those are all sitting in the mid 70s uh, or lower. It, it yeah, does sound yeah. like something that, like, even if it doesn't have the 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 polish of like a of like a, a Ubisoft game with an open world that's so large and has X many collectibles and it's the most realistic Baghdad you've ever seen in a video game and all of that, like it's got that direction and that by the sounds of it, it's got that direction and the and the um. Well, I guess that's it. The direction that 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 yeah, that yeah. is making it letting it go for something new and interesting and unique and yeah yeah like say something like it feels fresh it feels like someone who it feels like it was made by some people that like are definitely sort of like sitting at the top of their game they know what they wanted to make they wanted a game they wanted a game that was at its gameplay like level um fundamentally based around like the singular mechanic of just like what if what if another game had bullet time like that's a good thing um because like oh, not yeah. enough games have this right so it's like yeah like what if we time oh sorry you just um, cut out there what was that what if we what sorry it's like like what if we made a game that was like at its gameplay level fundamentally around bullet time because yep. there aren't enough of those um and wrapped a really cool like vampire end of the world story um around it um and just sort of gave you more and more weapons throughout the campaign that allow you to do bullet time in different ways um and level designs that also like complement that like there's like you know there's like oh there's like there's a bunch of glass there um it's actually bulletproof but you can jump through it um (laughs) and so they just encourage you to to do that over and over again or like hey there's like there's a there's a specific um like 
wall this is, there's a wall that at a specific height rather hmm. which is the you can leap over that and bullet time over it as opposed to just jumping over it mm-hmm. um so they they push you to do that a fair bit um because it's just awesome every single time yeah nice so what were you playing that on like are you playing that while you're away or will you, you uh, have to wait like, to get pl- back i was playing that on the xbox before i left okay cool so uh yeah is that going to be the first thing you boot up when you get home do you reckon for sure. look it, it'll be tough it's, because it's a tough time but like yeah because i'm gonna be here while mario wonder and spider-man both come out oh, so yeah, i'll okay. like like i'll like i will get to it before the end of the year and i'm i think i'm like, like i'm only halfway through so and it'll, it'll, it'll be one more play session and i'll yeah. probably beat it so like i will get to it if not by the by the time i come back sorry if not immediately after coming back like within the next week and a half because it's like it's a it's a i'm gonna sit down and play through the rest of this yeah and enjoy it (laughs) yeah yeah totally it's it's fucking good yep fair enough no i i need to i need to get it how much is it uh let me have a quick quick squeeze 20 23 dollars or something um more than happy enough yeah 20 us on steam what's the what's the what's the conversion to yeah 30 bucks here on steam yeah in australian dollars yeah like it it runs well with a controller as well yeah cool like like i I can see myself maybe being better at it with with a mouse and keyboard but also like with a controller it's it's totally fucking fine yeah Yeah. totally (laughs) totally yeah like max pain combat isn't like call of duty or doom yeah exactly yeah Yeah. well sweet i'll uh Um, i'll see if i get time to play that before the end of the year (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 really good i i hope you can yeah me too (laughs) I was this close to loading up Cocoon uh, yesterday, but I, uh, I played some Apex with friends instead because I haven't played with them in ages. Um, yeah, Cocoon is another one I really want to get to. Yeah, a similar length, I think. Six to eight hours or something. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We'll, I, I, we'll I, did have, I did have notes on this game, but I, but I can't remember where the fuck I put them. Oh, El Paso. Yeah, yeah, because like there was there was a couple of quotes that I wrote down, which I was like, "This is really fucking good," mm. um, and I just for the life of me cannot remember where I put them. Classic, yeah. I do that. Do you do the thing where you open like the Docs app on your phone and you just hit new document and you just start writing, like, and who knows where the hell it ends up, <laughs> uh, or like if if you give it a name or. Well, if if I do that, it's usually in my my most recent, but like yeah. it's it's not there at all. Mm. Um, so I. I don't know where I put put it. Right. Annoying. Well, oh. if it makes you feel any better, I don't have any notes on Assassin's Creed before going into it, so uh, uh, you're you're in good company, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk. Let's talk a bit about Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, it's been interesting. So I had I was doing some work on this game, so I was playing it before launch. Um, I've put in about twenty hours into the game. Uh, not all of that directly into progression. Some of that was like reloading saves to get footage and whatever. But you know, roughly like sixteen, seventeen hours in in like a norm, in a full in a normal save outside of work or like just normal play. Um, but it's been fascinating seeing the reception of it coming out because people are saying, "Oh, it's a return to form." People are saying, "Oh, they haven't changed enough." People are saying, "You know, this is really." re-inspired me and re-inspired my love of Assassin's Creed and others are saying Ubisoft is circling the drain like there's such a 
it is like kind of divisive, but not in like a fives and tens kind of way, but in like a six and eights kind of a way. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, as someone, as someone who didn't vibe with the RPG style Assassin's Creeds as much as I vibed with the old school style Assassin's Creed games, um, which was quite a lot. I'm quite a fan of Assassin's Creed 2, all of the Ezio games. I I like Assassin's Creed 3. I've played that through multiple times. I've 100%ed Assassin's Creed 4. I 100%ed Syndicate. Um, I really like those older ones. I mean, Syndicate's a bit like, eh, whatever. But, you know, and you know what I mean. I, I, while I yeah. enjoyed Origins and Odyssey, um, I never finished Odyssey. I never really in, engaged with its story or what it was trying to say or do which was far too much. And Valhalla I bounced off of in two or three yeah. hours. And that game is 150 hours long and I didn't even engage with it in the first sitting, you know? So yeah. Um, for me, Mirage is a welcome return to the old style of Assassin's Creed. I do see where the critiques are coming from when people say it isn't necessarily doing that much to uh, tell a new type of gameplay story. With its me with its mechanics, with its with its time away, with its time, even since Valhalla, it's been three years, um, and it still very much feels like like you could have told me that this game came out one year after Valhalla, and I'd believe you. It's come out three years after Valhalla, and it's like, and that's also fine, but it doesn't necessarily feel like it's been eight years since the last traditional Assassin's Creed game and here's the result, you know, because that's not what they were working on for eight years. They were working yeah. on Valhalla for for two of those years after it released and Mirage in the background and And they've got three more coming. Like they've got they've got like they've had this, they've got red and they've got that other one. They've got and Hexy they've got... and they've got the mobile one and the VR and, one. And the and the platform. They've got Assassin's Creed Infinite or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Assassin's Creed continues to uh, waddle through, wade through is what I meant, not waddle, wade through its its identity crisis. Uh, yeah. Like with, a duck. <laughs> with, with mixed results, yes, like a duck, yeah. I, I guess. Um, <laughs> however, that is not to say that Mirage is not a good game. I really enjoy it. I really like it. I love that I'm back to a game where... That you know you don't you're not constantly getting gear like with like destiny like wow tier loot system. There's no damage numbers. There's no player and enemy levels. Like none of these words are in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. It's like I I'm so glad that they did go back and took it as far back as they did, where you can assassinate basically anyone from a hiding spot. Uh, it's so, and so long as they're not as like a, there's like one like elite assassin who comes at you when you're at like max wanted level and you can't assassinate them. And they're the only ones who, who won't die to your hidden blade if you get them. Like, I just, that was so annoying when they introduced that in Origins where it was like, oh, I got the drop on them and it dropped their health to half and now I'm just in a fight. It was like, why did I yeah. even bother? Um, <laughs> But stealth is here. the The combat is fairly simple, um, but they also they were they they didn't make it so that all the enemies take turns. They don't take turns. They'll fuck you up all at once if you get them all like off sync, um, which means that combat is really dangerous. If you upset a whole garrison, they're going to be shooting arrows at you, multiple people, 
one of them's going to be a heavy one who's got armor that you can't hit through the front. And there's going to be like four soldiers trying to stab you at once. And it's really hard to deal with. So it, it really helps to incentivize that increased emphasis on stealth that they've brought back with this game. Um, you've got excellent an excellent toolkit. You know, it's a lot of usual suspects. You've got throwing knives, smoke bombs, noisemakers and stuff like that. But you don't start out with many of them. And the stronger you get, it's not really like an increased health pool kind of thing. You get skill points, so you get like a few more different ways that you can like uh, do like a double assassination or something like that. But really, you're, the, 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 the evolution of your kit and the, the more competent you become is the... It's kind of in direct correlation with how big your tool belt becomes. How many of those stealth tools you have access to at any one time. Because um, then you have even more options to infiltrate a base without getting spotted, to have a bit more ammo without getting spotted. Um, it's, it's been really fun. Also, the size of the world is perfect for me. I love it. Like, I can be a little bit thorough and go here and go there, and I'll be like, oh, wow, I nearly finished this whole district. And there's like, oh, there's three or four of those left. And that only took me like an hour or two. And if I did that for another three or four hours, then I'd have done nearly all of the side collectible stuff. And that's fine. You know what I mean? That's okay. That's a-okay. And then I could go finish the game and be done with the game. And that's good. <laughs> As good. opposed to like, like, did you ever reach a point in Odyssey where you're like, you probably weren't playing it like I did, but did you ever reach a point where you were doing quests and you were like, wait, this is just like that other one I did like like an hour ago where the, I go to some person who's on a beach by the camp and they're like, go get me some grapes. And you go there and there's like a bear and then you take out the bear and they're like, here, your grapes. And you're like, thank you. And then turns out Odyssey had like generative quests that never ended, like that always kept generating. Uh, no, because if I'm not enjoying something, I stop doing it. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I, I thought that was the case. But yeah, yeah. like having, having things reward you for what they give you and then like that's over. Like it's not radical, but it is welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we're so fucking done as like, <laughs> as a, <laughs> as like an industry, it's so over. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not great. I so I think for me I don't know what happens next for Assassin's Creed because this game didn't light the world on fire. Um I think it's done well enough in sales. I think honestly what it's shown me is that Assassin's Creed needs to very regularly take more than a year to release games. I think it should always take more than one year to release its games going forward. I, I would say minimum two-year release cycle for Assassin's Creed. It does not need to be yearly, especially if they're going to be those Juggernaut-style games. And honestly, even if they're this size, just give them to me every two years, because then the people who, get, who got sick of them aren't going to be as sick of them. They'll do well enough, and they'll be able to go a bit further and they give the developers a bit more time to create something and do something fascinating with it. I don't know. You looked like you wanted to say something there, Jeremy. <laughs> I, uh, I got some bad news about when Assassin's Creed Red, I think is, is planning to come out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have we heard rumors on that? Uh, next year. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. I hate that, but I'm not surprised because you know, it's, it's one of Ubisoft's most reliable things these days. Uh, yeah. yeah, 
it's um yeah it's got a lot of it's got a lot of strengths despite its uh its i guess run of the mill qualities it's uh it's uh retrod qualities um for example baghdad is especially well realized i mean the the locations and uh, settings in Assassin's Creed games have always been quite well realized. They've done a terrific job here in Baghdad, though. Um, you know, like when you're walking the streets, it's not like um, the letdown that was Assassin's Creed Unity, where everyone's speaking Brit- like posh English as opposed to <laughs> French. Um, although I think some of the NPCs spoke a bit of French, but like um, you know, everyone's either speaking Arabic. And and then if they if you've got the English set they're, they're they're talking with Arabic accents which is perfect you could play the whole thing in Arabic which is great as well because I've heard they've they've done it in such a way with that localization where they include like Arabic sayings that aren't like direct translations like yeah, it's right. it's really authentic there's there's authentic like um like for the period street music happening at the time and and just the way that the architecture is so beautiful and so varied and also. I didn't feel once like I was walking around a generated city. Like, you know how you could kind of feel that in all of the older ones in like Assassin's Creed 2, even through 4 and Unity, where it's like, okay, they put this type of house here and then that one and then that one and that one. And you can kind of see the seams. I'm sure that's here, but you notice it far less and it actually feels quite lived in. You know, you can turn off the main street and then you're in like an a rundown alley with like, a sewer running through it and there's like kids that are playing in the streets but like they're they're kind of in like ratty clothes and they're playing in the sewer which would which would actually be like sewerage like it's so it's kind of dirty and gross and it's like oh that's it feels like a real lived in detail part of the city and it's just off the main road and then you can keep going a little bit further down and you find yourself at the bazaar and there's rug merchants and there's and there's food merchants and all that kind of thing it's um it's really gorgeous it is unfortunately probably the best of the art in that most of it is worse than the environment art. Uh, the characters are fine. Uh, the the effects are fine. Uh, but everything's fairly stiff by modern comparisons. Right. Um, it's serviceable, though. I don't hate it. Sure. But yeah, I, there's something really gratifying about having a palatably sized stealth focused assassin's creed game it's what it's what i love about the series it's why i loved the series in the first place and we got it back again and maybe it's the last time i doubt it will be because they'll probably see the sales and they'll try and make it work again somehow and be like oh people loved when we went back to it let's re re go back to it i was like what that's not gonna work you gotta develop it guys but let's 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 remake two again (laughs) yeah but while also pushing in this rpg format like they need to do one or the other they need to leave the old style behind or they need to go back and and keep it and work with it and iterate on it and evolve it. A question about about returning and and leaving and returning and leaving and returning. The, the Assassin's Creed baggage, mm. um, which is maybe not, not a bad episode title, um, the, the, the modern day stuff... Uh, yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. Go on. Does it? Ex- I, I I have no idea what it is in this game because every game seemingly changes, right? You know, like for a long time it was like you know we're telling the story of Desmond and his cohort, yada yada yada, and they'll sort of do like uh, one 
eighth of the game in hours wise, but like you know one quarter story wise. Um, yeah. Will be related. Will be related to the modern day stuff, and then as as they as the turn of the console generation came around, and after it was they less killed and, Desmond. Yeah, there was less and less, and then to the point where sometimes they don't. You don't even see it at all. Um, what's the go here? This is the least modern day involved uh, Assassin's Creed game there ever has been, right? Um, excluding maybe a mobile title or whatever. Sure. Uh, the, you know, when you assassinate a target and you go into that like dream sequence that looks like the the animus like white room, yeah, which was always confusing because it's like Ezio's having the conversation, but it's in like a animus dream sequence, so it's present day, but it's that that never made any sense. The the, the way I always saw that was that you, like the, uh, there was not enough being paid attention to by the assassin at that point because the assassin was so intrinsically oh. looking at the target and so there was less to render yeah or or that they were putting all of the information on capturing everything all at once and there was too much computer processing to handle anything oh, that was you see, I, I love it. that that's cool like, like like that doesn't exist in the like that's never said no um, no that that's head that, that was just yeah that was just my interpretation of that I love that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like yeah, why Assassin's enjoy- Creed modern day stuff was cool, you know? I enjoy the effect of that. Yeah. It's, 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 like, it's like bringing the stage lights all the way in to someone delivering a monologue in the middle of a war. Like yeah. It's- yeah, like a stage play. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so that, that kind of happens here, but that like animus white room thing is now just like this like sandy ethereal like dream plane thing that Basim is in like all the time. Well, he's not in all the time, but he 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 goes through that plane in his dreams because he has like this this dream of being attacked by nightmares, and he's got some connection with like the ancient race that you would discover in Valhalla. I haven't I haven't gone to the end of this game, so I don't know what that's about. Um, but that's not news. That's part of Valhalla. This is his prequel story, so that's not news. But what that means is when you do that, I assume anima sequence of you doing the thing, it's like oh, but. Then it's, but then he like looks around and no, this is Basim's experience. That was what he lived at the time. So that's actually not an animus dream sequence. That's him. That's how he experienced that moment. That's like a literal memory. So then it's like, okay, so that's not animus. When you die, you desynchronized, but you're, you're, it's over and out in a second. And then when you're loading, you're in that same dream plane rather than an animus room. So it's like, okay, well, you're not in the animus room. You're just desynchronized. There was one time where I got close to a boundary in the world and it was near a story section. And it was like, there was like a big arch made out of like rock and that looked normal. And the closer I got to it, there was like a tessellated wall of like tech. And it was like, this area is not available right now. And it was like, that's it. And then like one opening monologue from Desmond Miles's dad at the start, who's, <laughs> who's, who's, a, who's one of the assassins. He's one, been one of the only characters who stuck around since he died you know they they get one character to do his voice uh like you know for for like 10 five minutes every two years and and like that's it it's it's dire miles william miles that's him this guy looks boring as fuck he is boring as fuck he's but he's basically the main character because they killed the main character 11 years ago like we don't need a main character. 
You just need a game character. The thing is, they don't have any... That those they, they tried having a game character for the modern day, and they had Layla. Layla... Yeah. Um, Hassan, I think. Um, I didn't give a shit about any of her story at all. It was not told interestingly. There was there was there was nothing that she was doing that was interesting. It was like, oh, she was a Templar, and they were, in the, and then she turned to assassins. Like, I don't, why? And then, but like, who are the assassins anymore? It's still just Rebecca and Sean, and w- William Miles, and that's it. Desmond Miles is voiced by Q from Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. John Delancey. Yeah, he is. Who's also he's also a Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's his um Kristen Ritter's father. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm back, I'm back in on this guy. It is he he's only really there in Assassin's Creed 3. And he gives a good thing in that. Back when they were doing something with the story, back when the world was gonna end in 2012. That's hilarious. Anyway, th- this game has none of that. And honestly, good. I gave up on it when when they kept trying to eke it out into something but it's been it's been a shadow of its former self for a long long time ever since black flag i was like oh players a nameless abstergo employee and walk around an office and like get passwords from computers and then the end of that game is you go down to the server and the there was one i think it was juno there was one ancient person who desmond uploaded to the 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 the, the internet when he when he sacrificed himself to stop the end of the world in 2012 and she assimilated herself into the internet and she's been living in Abstergo's servers for the last year until this one nameless Abstergo employee came down to the server room. It's no longer John Delancey. They've changed it since Valhalla. (laughs) What? What do you mean? What do you mean he's too expensive and he doesn't care anymore because it's shit? What? I'm sure... Look. They weren't doing anything with him! He's done some they, shit. He, they've been he trading be water for nothing. For no reason. They don't know what to do. Do He's something like... or do nothing. It's it's the it's the Assassin's Creed problem. They don't know what to do with the franchise anymore. They have no idea what to do with it. So the, it, it is funny how we both agree and yet come from the opposite ends of the spectrum, which is they should go back to doing what they were doing, and I'm saying they should have never have done the the, the modern day stuff to begin with. Yeah, I mean... Th- th- because, because, like, you, you complaining about about um, Layla, whatever her name is, yeah. um, is my exact same argument, uh, but just about Desmond Miles. Like, oh, like, like not a character, not doing anything not likable like that's just desmond miles to me i hated and, desmond and honestly miles as a character. people have been saying that the whole time and that's fair enough but yeah. you know why it was okay by me because they were at least doing something with it it was interesting they had to go through Ezio's memories to find where they the... really swung for something they swung for something more than they ever have since you know <laughs> am i wrong no, this is what I'm saying. This, it, it, this, this is my argument against me. Like, they were swinging for something. Yeah. Anyway, the new game's fun. And, Good. and this, 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 you know, it's a return to, like, intricate assassinations where, like, you have to, like, really find a way, a, a new way in, and then they give you this, like, cinematic way to take it down if you get, get in the, if you infiltrate the right way, which is very rewarding. It makes you feel like you've done your job as an assassin, you know? And... They also do this thing, instead of having, like, a journal tab, you know, where, like, like Breath of the Wild or, or any fucking game or RPG where they give you a list of all the t- quests you have 
or I've heard of or haven't done yet. In this, they give you a pretty typical Assassin's Creed thing, which is the investigation board, where they show you like your targets and all of that. But that also doubles as your like quest markers. And so it's like, oh, I heard from this bureau that um, our next target is related to this person at the docks. And so it draws those links from that bureau to that to whatever. And that's where you set your objectives by clicking on those points of interest on the board to then go to that. And then as you go to it again, it is like, oh, you investigated that. That blacks out, but it introduces a new clue there. You can click on each of those nodes and see what the new information you got for those or from those was. And then it all funnels into the like head of the order. And it, it's actually a really organic way of tracking your quests, keeping up to date with information, seeing why what you did that last time had an effect where on what. It's actually really good. I, I, I really enjoy it as a, as a way of keeping track of all the moving parts. The story's fine. It's kind of nothing. But the way it unfolds in that system of the journal tab, or the investigation tab, rather, is quite engaging. Um but yeah, that's about it. That's all I got got to say about it. I I missed it, and I'm glad it's back. But also, I don't I don't think Assassin's Creed is really long for this world in a way that I'm going to enjoy. I don't think it's going to be like this. I don't I do not think this is the start of the next era of Assassin's Creed. I think this is an echo of the past that we are about to say goodbye to. Yeah, right. It, it's fascinating. I don't really know what their friend looks like going forward because, like, they don't either. No, no, I know, but like, is in like, I don't mean just mechanically or structurally. I mean like, like I don't know what clicks for that franchise because they are games of ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah. Um, that don't like they don't like uh, that style of game doesn't really exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Um. Ubisoft is obviously an incredibly different company now. Um, I don't really know how that's... But, like, they always do well, and people are excited about them, and that franchise has, like, such a... It has such staying power just by name alone. Yeah. Um, and, like, honestly, like, a lot of really incredible work and art goes into it, you know, just based on the environment alone. Yeah. You know, like... And, uh, and realising a, a whole nation or country or or civilization in a certain time mm. period as accurately as possible like that's a whole undertaking yeah yeah and it's and it's always been a high point for the franchise mm -hmm. it's probably the only thing that's kept it going really that's that's the thing that that's kept stayed consistent that's the thing that's probably kept enough people coming back and kept it interesting all this time yeah and and i do wonder like, you know, stuff like, you know, them adding that, like, education mode mm -hmm. um, that they've done in the past and, and doing things like, um, you know, like when the when um, the, the Church of Notre Dame burned down. Yeah. Um, like Ubisoft having the most realistic replica of what it was like. Um, yeah, to like have, all the 3D so, scans. Yeah. And, and so them using those as a part of the restoration effort um, was fascinating. I do wonder how much some of that stuff is like and I, I don't i don't mean this in a cynical way i mean this in a like you should be using this when you have the ability to use this um like grant incentives yeah yeah i want um, to because like why the hell wouldn't you <laughs> totally 
Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's what people do in Melbourne with indie games, right? If you can yeah, get an like, angle for Screen Victoria or your your other state body, then that's sick. That's what right, you do. Go for it. It makes complete sense. Um. So yeah, like I do wonder how much of that stuff has existed for that, and maybe doesn't exist at the moment, or mm. or if that's ever affected where uh they've set a game, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. I yeah, and I honestly don't mind either way. You're right. Like yeah, no, it's it's, yeah. it's a totally fine thing incentivize that that's great <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that's 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 my that's my run on it i'll i do aim to finish it i'll let you know if i have any interesting thoughts about it when i do finish it at the time but um yeah we'll leave it at that for now jeremy before we wrap up because we'll we'll just take a couple just like one or two more minutes here before we end up the show i'd love to know what uh like a a handful of the things you are looking forward to seeing at South by Southwest this week are. Yeah. Um, well, like there's, there's, there's a couple games, um, that I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, the one that sticks out to me immediately off the top of my head is, um, dead static drive is going to be here. Oh, excellent. Cause I didn't um, see them at PAX. Yeah. I, my, my, like based on just tweets, uh, my understanding is that they were, they were moving into a new office space and I think they got flooded or something. And so mm. they, so, but like they weren't um i don't think they were ever on the agenda of actually law um i think because they knew they were going to be at south by southwest and so yeah. they're like well let's just let's just focus on that a little bit um and the game's getting pretty close to release isn't it uh yes <laughs> relatively <laughs> yeah like closer than it's ever been let's say that yeah um, yeah yeah uh let me just have a quick look at my schedule for stuff that i'm gonna like there's a lot of interesting talks that are gonna that are sort of happening around um <laughs> really vanilla apparently are going to be around which is <laughs> hilarious that that mini milli vanilla you know you know mini vanilla right no they're a they're a pop group um a, a pop duo um from the like 80s or 90s oh um that that got infamously caught um lip syncing all of their albums oh right yeah that's um, very funny. Like I said, the 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 stray gods thing. Um, Nicole Kidman's. Point. I might see if I can bump it to her. Do I see a bump it to Nicole? No chance. Yeah, yeah. Exchange business cards. You know how it is. Do a little bit of networking. Um. Yeah, like it, it's hard because some of the events are just like I'm just going to go to this talk because that sounds interesting, or mm-hmm. like I'm going to go to the Sydney Robotics Industry Meetup or something because I want to know what the hell that is. Um. I'm also planning on going to as many of the awful things as I can. Um, there's a lot of really terrible, like, you know, blockchain and gaming and, you know, like, you know, Web3 for women sort of things. And I'm just like, I need doing because it is just so fascinating at all times that they are here in presence. There's a lot of AI talks this year. Yeah. Uh, well, this year, that's if there's ever been one. A lot, a lot of AI talks in... in conference space mm, um yeah. and because i have the all access i can go to any talk it's not even or anything like that related yeah. i could just go to the i can go to the um what's it called the like uh, disruptors lunch or something <laughs> <laughs> you could go disrupt the disruptors <laughs> yeah oh man I have no I, uh, idea what I'm gonna get out of this. Like, 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 I, I, I have a rough plan for content, but like, I, I have no idea what I'm going to actually witness while I'm here because mm-hmm. it's a long week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot and of fucking it, shit. It's kind of drawn out too. Spread. 
and of course, at the end of the at the end of the week, um, IEM um, Intel Extreme Masters and the esports event that has um, not been in not been in Australia for a little bit um, is is coming back and is happening this weekend. So I'll be there as well. Yeah, nice. See some see some esports. See, see some the the the, the first yeah the first professional event featuring Counter Strike. Yeah, nice, sweet. Well, thanks for going and representing Minimap. I uh. I don't know what we do without you, Jeremy. I'm here. I'm clear. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us for this week. Jeremy's got to go watch that movie that uh, <laughs> might never see the light of day. Um, but thank you so much for watching and listening, everyone. Uh, and, and if you made it to the end of the episode, uh, thank you for, 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 for somehow managing to do that with us. Um, that's the end of the episode. Like I said before, you can um, follow uh, the Minimap accounts on all of the social platforms to find out when we post something. The account's name is at MinimapAU. Uh, you can follow us individually as well. Jeremy, where can they follow hmm. you? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez. Um, and on Blue Sky, I'm Jeremy at Minimap.com.au. Yeah, what's up with that, huh? Is this the <laughs> death of Obi-Wan-Jez? No, 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 it's not. It's just... It's just... Custom domain names are neat. I might, I might just make it like Obi-Wan Jez at minimap.com.au if I want. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I needed to make that. But also, something's gone wrong, like the DNS settings on that thing. And so the at, the minimap account at currently is minimap at minimap.com.au. Oh, no. Which, like, I, I can make it just minimap.com.au as the username, but it, the settings aren't quite working. So I need mm. to. Anyway, that's a blue sky problem, not, not on my problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at kjpalmer underscore 24 or bluesky at kjpalmer. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au for everything else Minimap related, including our other podcasts, including uh, articles that we've published like um, Jeremy's previews of Go Go Town and Into the Dead, Our Darkest Days. Uh, those both came out from PAX. All of our video coverage from PAX is on the website. So that's Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, uh, Lack of Dragon Guide and the Man Who Erased His Name and Super Mario Wonder previews all video previews, all live on the website, all on YouTube. Thank you so much for the support on those this week on that new format. It's been excellent. Um, we'll probably do more of that again at future events, I imagine. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. For those of you who are live with us on Twitch, um, I don't know if we'll keep going after this because Jeremy's got to go, but uh, we'll figure it out after we close out the show. If you're watching or listening to us later, uh, make sure to give us those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings. It helps out a lot. And consider joining us next week for the live show. It will be a bit less shambolic. Uh, lastly, if you wanted to support us on Patreon, if you want to help keep the mics and lights on, you can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollary dues, you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, as well as some more benefits, all while helping us out greatly. Now let's see if I can figure out how to outro the show while also talking, while also pressing buttons, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, look forward to us being back here next week with Mario and Spider-Man and we'll see you then. <laughs>